the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, I'm sitting here talking to Wayne, and I'm trying to explain to him about Vanilla Ice. That was pretty. That was pretty funny, Wayne. I got to tell you, I enjoyed that moment. The look on your face, like, what are you bringing up somebody by the name of Vanilla Ice for? He's tricky. You don't remember that song, Ice Ice Baby? Yes. Okay, come on now. Yeah, you know they. He's made his living off of that for how long now? Twenty years or longer? Commercials, everything else. Yeah, forever. You put on a you put on a good song. You're gonna make. You'll be, yeah, be rich get, for a while. Get some money. Get some money. I watched a great um, uh, documentary the other day, and I just enjoyed every moment of it. And it was a, about a two hour special on Muscle Shoals. Alabama. Mm-hmm. People do not realize during the 70s and 80s how many great rock albums were produced in Muscle Shoals, mm-hmm. Alabama. I mean, we always we all know about Muscle Shoals if you if you know the words to "Sweet Home Alabama," right? Because you know they talk That's about Muscle shows. Shoals. They've been known to pick up a record or two, you know. <laughs> Yeah, record or two. Man, you wouldn't believe the people that went there. They had a great interview during the documentary <laughs> with Keith Richards. Oh, well, that would be good anyway. And they they wanted they were he was talking about going there. They only they only did one album there. They they wanted to do Exile on Main Street there, but weren't able to do it. It's in time. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Three yeah, times allergy still Zoom going on. <laughs> I woke up sneezing last night. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing with uh, about that was great. Of course, Aretha Franklin really ignited her career down in Muscle Shoals. What's so funny about the whole show is that uh, during the time that they got started, they thought that all of the musicians were black. <laughs> It's all it's five white boys. All That's right. right. And they they were amazed by that. It was in Alabama. Now come on. Remember if you're old enough, the nineteen sixties in Alabama. Segregation today, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. That's what Wallace said. Yeah. She stood on the steps there at the U of uh, Alabama. And then he got shot. You know? <laughs> now he did get shot. But uh yeah, the bottom line is just interesting stuff. That came out. If you haven't seen it, I'm trying to think. It seems to me, I was flipping between the two of them. It seems to me it was Netflix that it was on. 
Just look under Muscle Show. If it doesn't show up, go over to Amazon, and it's over there. I got Prime. I don't have Net. I'm one of the only people without Netflix. It's really well. Then it's you know check it because yeah. I'm telling you, it's really good. It's excellent. And what's the name of it again? It, I can't give you the name. Two thousand views. About, it's, about mu- <laughs> it's about Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals. Yeah. Muscle Shoals. You'll find it under that. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, you just you'll just be stunned at how many groups went there i did not know that uh uh that steve winwood and traffic recorded there oh wow a lot of bands i did not know i mean what was so interesting about that rhythm section at muscle shows is that they were like chameleons you start you play a little your music for them and they could they they, they could flow right there. into yeah. it oh, and, wow. and take it wherever you Make wanted to go own. made it and that's what they did they I made it, made it their own they, the guy said i think there's something in the mud here that's what <laughs> the guy said there's something in the mud here cuz it's right along the tennessee river i wonder how the vegetables grow yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> interesting story i thought it was really good we used to have concerts when i was in high school out in california there in uh, seaside high school uh-huh we had an uh, amphitheater in a minute. It's like a college campus there. They had a uh, uh, we had a a band playing just about every lunch period that we had. And they, well, they California, you and, guys were treated. And I mean, yeah. I well, mean, what year are we talking? Here? In sixties. Okay, well, that's when you know rock was really exploding out. In they used to go to the Monterey Pop Festival, sure. and you know, with Jimi Hendrix and. Uh, the Who, Janis Joplin, the Doors, all those, the Doors, all those people. Yeah, my mom told and it was me next all door. about that. I mean, literally, we walked to the to Monterey. Okay, for where I lived at, it there in Seaside. It's not that far, uh, but I'm I'm telling you, this that was that was when black lights. I first got introduced to what a black light was. What in the devil was a black light? I used to have black lights in my rooms. Yeah, I used to just say that was my main light was a black light because I was so dark. Remember when they told you that you were going to go blind if you had those in your rooms? They told oh, us going to go that. blind with a lot of things. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Or, or grow hair on you're your hands. You're just hand. Or, or grow, grow hair on your hands. That's right. You remember all that, Wayne? Mm-mm. Oh, you don't remember that one? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think I knew what he was talking about. <laughs> no, okay, you didn't know. Yeah, how did you know what he was talking about? Anyway. I live with a truck driver. <laughs> Interesting. Same thing. Interesting. You fell right into that one. I'm just saying. Just saying. But every, anyway, you get a chance to watch that. You should check it out. I also see over the weekend, I, fi- I finished up uh, Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's a good show. Yeah, that's a that's a great show. It was really well worth watching. I haven't finished it. They got uh, their six seasons done. Uh, seventh season, maybe they're saying, I guess, but they're for sure going to have a movie. Oh, so that'll looking, be good. Looking for the movie because the the way it ends is just great. I love the way that it ended. I didn't Pinky see Blinders. it. Yeah, P E A K Y. Yeah blinders huh. it's a gang and uh i haven't seen that in england they're upstarts in birmingham yeah. i'm waiting for yellowstone to click back it's good in yeah i'm waiting for that too i like <laughs> yellowstone so I, I finished that up i watched chris pratt's new uh movie on uh on uh what was it on amazon and it's called the Termina- uh, terminalist right. And that was good. It was it was well done. I didn't stick see it. with it. First couple of, of of episodes, slow, stupid, 
after that it gets it gets fun. It, it gets to be good, really, really good. And uh, that was about my Fourth of July. Well, my wife and I went to see Elvis. She's a big Elvis. Did you fan. like it? Hey. It was it was pretty good. And yeah, I, a lot I of people. Some you know, I just wanted. To I know don't if like I the would, character. I don't know if I would like the show just because of Baz Luhrmann. All right, the way he directs. I didn't know if I would like it. I think that uh, the women's reaction. To, to Elvis that you saw in that movie, and especially at the first part, was really you know when he first started shaking, yeah, and, and how he got the shaking, yeah, part in there. I think that's the part I just sat there and just went, golly, I mean, <laughs> you could you could almost feel that that he was a uh, even that the actor on there, you could there was there was some woman on there that was one of those straight laced gals sure. sitting there in the audience, just straight laced, and all of a sudden she just she just sitting there with a horn rim glass on and went. <laughs> oh my goodness! I didn't like the I didn't like the person they picked. I didn't think it. I think they made him look feminine. Make him look what? Feminine. Well, he didn't have that little smile, you know. Kind yeah, of. he didn't have a <laughs> smile. Snarl. He wasn't a man's man. I look at well, man's man. I watched the real thing. That's what I, I'm talking I, on about. On TMC, yeah, they had Jailhouse Rock on yesterday. I watched that. I've seen that. A few just, times. That's his third movie, and that, that's a pretty good movie. It's not yeah. bad. Dad lived in Memphis whenever he was thing. He used to uh, right there on uh, uh, the road he's on. He had his uh, he had his uh, he had his airplane actually was put across the road over there. And that if you look at it, his, the the uh, plane that he had. Mm-hmm. They, they put it in right across the road from the uh, yeah. It's got in the museum. You can go yeah. through it. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you against his house across the street from his house. They got the museum. If you've never been to his house, you got to go through his house. Let me just tell you, if you if you ever wonder what happens when white trash gets millions and millions of dollars, yep. mm-hmm. just walk through Graceland. I'm the just telling room. you, yeah. the carpet. Oh room. my god, the jungle room. <laughs> the jungle. Room. I love Holy the jungle cow. room. I'll, I'll be white trash all day long. You lo- get lost in the carpet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's some of the Longest shag I've ever seen. And he didn't just put shag on the floor; he put it everywhere. On walls, I know. On the ceiling, it's everywhere. <laughs> I would have, I would have had a lot of fun with that kind of white trash money. Yeah, he 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 was a great, great uh, rock and roll singer, though. And then I went to bed last. Night. I didn't want to go to bed. I wanted to stay up and watch the movie. I watched, finished watching Jailhouse Rock, and on TMC. Uh, Gary Boosie came on then with the Buddy Holly story. That's such a good movie. It is a great movie because, you know, as much as we, we give, you know, Elvis so much credit, Buddy Holly was way above him. He yeah. broke, well, he broke all the rules. I mean, yeah, all the rules. Everything. He became a, he was a producer of his own music and everything. That's all true. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. That no, Well, we don't do it that way. See, you get the song and then you get people together and then you put the arrangement together. Then they come around and do this and they do that. And then you go in and you sing it. That's old guys. And he looked at it. He looked at it. Like, well, I'll just take it to RCA. <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait a second wait, there. Yeah. I'll talk to you a little bit more right. about this. And they let him do it, and he sold a gazillion records then. You and I have seen Amazing. a lot through the years. We have know? definitely and, seen a lot as far as rock and roll goes. And I, and I think back. I said, man, says, you know, Kids don't even understand. They don't, wouldn't even know what all we've I, gone through. I was telling my wife, she just looked at me like I was crazy. I said, my brother took me to see this movie. It's Jailhouse Rock. Mm-hmm. So he took me to see it when I was four years old. I yeah, saw that's it and great. I went to the drive-in mm-hmm. and saw it with him. She goes, four years old? I said, yeah, it was made in 57. Yep. <laughs> you know? 
and I said, and uh, I was, I was That's four. That's a good brother. I was four. He took me to see it, and uh, I said, I remember when he, he he and his buddies would come over from the from the steel mill, and uh, my brother John would say, "Hey, Davy, do Elvis," and I had I had my my guitar that he. He bought me a little plastic guitar that Did I had. Did you do the hips? And I, yeah, I'd get there and I'd get there in the uh, uh, in the kitchen, and uh, I'd ride into Hound Dog. Last, <laughs> last night great. at the fireworks uh, display there in Benton, was it good? Oh, it was it was really good. Because uh, you know, two good ones. John Adams said that what? that's what you're supposed to do on the Fourth of July. John Adams. <laughs> John that. Adams said on the Fourth of July it should be a big party. They should. At parties, sporting events, all this stuff. And he said, he didn't say fireworks. He said, have illuminations. Illuminations. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So. Well, I'm going to tell you, that, that we had a troubadour down there. Oh. That guy sang Elvis songs. And my wife was over there. She was singing right along with him. Yeah. Oh, I said, get up great. there. And, and, and I mean, he was shaking everything. And this guy was in his, probably in his early 70s. Yeah. But he was, he was, he was tearing it down. Music keeps you young. Music does. Great music. It was great music. It was it was it was culture changing music at that time. Yeah. Even Buddy Holly. You listen to Buddy Holly now and listen to how non aggressive that music is and you go, That changed the world. Then you think about Sex Pistols. That music changed the world. Yeah, there's the a documentary clash. on the Sex Pistols you know, right the now, clash. too. Johnny Rotten, all those guys. All right, so anyway, music has always been a catalyst. Rock and roll especially has always been a catalyst. Sometimes for the better, sometimes not for the better. Just right. saying. Just saying. I was there for both. Yeah. I was there. I'm old enough to have seen both. Well, it's still Same. going on. I mean, sometimes for the worse. I mean, I look back at music that was just fun, like even hip hop that was just fun. Yeah. And then you get into the all the um, the racial stuff now, you know, like the anti-white and this, that, and the other. And I mean, it, before that, Mary J. Blige was like, it don't matter if you're black or white, yeah. you know, get get in this groove basically you yeah. know and, and everybody had a great time and like parliament it, said one nation under a groove yeah it was i mean it was a uniting thing and then it became so divisive you remember the beach boys and all those you know the back in thing that was well i wouldn't call the beach boys in any way divisive <laughs> no <laughs> but i'm saying way back you know those were kind of things back when i used to have the mickey mouse club you know what was her name in that <laughs> you know that that old gal there. I mean, I was a little bitty boy, and I was going, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." Well, we watched her grow up on television, right? Yep. Right. Yeah, we did. We watched her and bud TV on TV shows, but that one. Yeah, her other TV. Didn't she have a show too with her sister or something? That, I don't that, remember. That was Patty. Uh, Patty. Uh, why did I even say it? The one that they had two twins. She had, she played a twin. Oh yeah, Patty Duke. Yeah, Patty Duke. I used to watch that show. Patty. Patty, I'm too you know, Heidi. I'm too old. I know all this stuff. <laughs> is she, I'm is she back there rolling her eyes. Yeah, she is <laughs> definitely. Hey, let me remind you about ICU protection. If you don't have ICU protection, you need to get it. I had fun with it this weekend. Just to let you know, my camera goes off on my uh, my driveway whenever anybody goes across it. And people live next to me. Got a couple of kids, and they were running down my my lawn. Over the 
over yesterday evening and Saturday night watching all the people firing off their own fireworks that they had bought. And they were just running back and forth and back and forth. And my phone was just lighting up. Every time they'd go across my, my driveway, it, it would notify me. You know, so I'm just watching. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was good. But you can get the same thing. Get a couple cameras. I got it on the doorbell. I've got one on my my driveway. I've got uh, the devices now on my door and windows. Uh, I got sensors there. I don't have the motion detection sensors inside. I figure if my door or my my window tells me somebody has broken into my house i don't need a, dete- a detection to tell me that there's still people in my house so bottom line uh i've got all of that and here's what's good about it uh the cost of all of that hardware is free i uh, that becomes mine immediately i just pay for the service and billy mack and the folks at icu protection Hook it up onto your smartphone, the whole nine yards. Hook it up to a place where it goes to the cops. You're you're all set up. So uh, if you really want to have security, because these are the guys that do Nuke One as well. And since I don't have a nuclear reactor in my living room, I figure it's going to be protected. My house is. Uh, so give ICU protection a call. That's 501-205-1333. All right, so over the weekend, we had another shooting, uh, multiple people being killed up in uh, Chicago, a little bit north of Chicago in Highland Park. Highland Park, for you who are wondering, well, where in the heck is Highland Park? Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the uh, the movie uh, Ferris Bueller's Day yep. Off? That is Highland Park. That's where it was filmed at. Highland Park is one of the most richest areas of the united states i think it's in the top 50 if i'm not mistaken uh these people don't these people have a lot of money up there a lot it's where michael jordan used to live when he played with the bulls Mm -hmm. all right is in highland park and uh that's where this shooting took place uh some guy uh, i guess he's in his 20s but i'm hearing they've caught him now and uh he went up on a roof with a high-powered rifle so much for the AR-15. Right. He went up on the roof with a high-powered rifle. I don't know what he went up there with, 30-30, It was a semi something like yeah, that. But it was a semi And started yeah. popping people and started shooting people. He killed six people. He wounded, I think, 20, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was 24, 24 at least. And uh, ages were ranged from 8 to 82. Mm-hmm. So he was just... You know, it was just a target-rich environment. He said it was intentional and random is what I... Intentional and random, Intentional and random. So he had some people he really wanted to kill, huh? But the rest of them, he just started popping them. He just intentionally wanted to kill people at random. Now, here's my key. Here's my question for everybody right now. If you had been in the crowd when that was happening... Maybe the person next to you just keels over, all right? Or maybe his face disappeared in, in, in uh, a, a thing of just red mist or whatever. And uh, they're bleeding out next to you. If you had a button in your hand and you could have pressed it at that moment and set the shooter into eternity, killed him, would you have pressed it? Well, of course. Okay. Did you press it? Did you press it, Wayne? 
I don't know how I feel, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here's Get the key. Most going. people, I'm going to tell you, 99% of the people I've ever asked that question, because I've asked them that question when I'm talking about murders and things of that nature. Well, of course I would. If it stops. Said, so if that's the case, why are you afraid to press the button? After they've been tried and convicted and found guilty of wantonly, in cold blood, killing people. Why do you suddenly say somehow it's morally it's, wrong it's to kill them? It's inhumane. Randomly and intentional. I mean, what more? If they can't play good in society, if you can't trust them not to shoot people, why do we want them around? <laughs> And I wonder, I'm asking. Yeah. I'm just wanna, asking. Why do you want to take one more tax dollar and spend it on somebody like that? I, I, like I the don't Boston want to. bomber. You know, he I got, don't want to. Yeah, he got COVID funding. Yeah, he did. He got COVID money. You yeah, don't waste. You, you don't waste any time. Somebody's shooting at you, and you're in war. You don't waste any time. No, those, you that, rule, that rules of engagement crap that our military mm-hmm. does now—that's the most ignorant stuff I've ever heard of. Look, if if the the bad guys are not going to wear uniforms, so you know who they are, then you better tell the people who are living in the town or whatever you're going into, don't be picking up a gun. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, don't pick up a gun because you're going to be a don't target. Even look at me funny, yeah. <laughs> because uh, yeah, I'm going to protect myself. I mean, I want to go home too. You know, that's the yeah. way it, that, that that it works. But I just think we got to get really, really serious. On uh, you finding out there are some responsibilities that you're going to be held accountable. Accountable. That's the word. This is Dave Elzich's word today. Accountable. All right. So if you agree with me, I want to hear from you today. I don't typically do this, but I'm going to open my phone lines up right now. 501-823-0965. If you agree with me, I want to hear from you today. If you believe this guy, for instance, in Highland Park, uh, he he walk he gets up on a roof, finds a way to get on top of the roof. So he he cased the area. He yeah. knew where to get on top of the roof. He knew how to takes up a high powered rifle. I mean, he might have used what I use a three oh eight. That's what I use for deer hunting, and uh, it'll hold up. It'll hold three shots. Mine hold a three shot clip, and went up there and sat down and just. And killed six people and wounded 24, I think is what you all just said. Uh, I believe uh, he should be put to death. I, I believe there should be if no ifs, ands, or buts about it, he should be put to death. Do you agree with that? Do you, do you think that that should happen? So while I'm talking about East End Towing here, you call me. 823-501-823-0965. I want to hear from you today. If you think that this is, you know, if there's any reason in God's God's blue sky that there should be a death penalty as a case like this. Don't forget about East End Towing. You can find yourself on the side of the road. You can be taken care of. They know what to do in whatever situation you're in. They know what to do if you're on private property. They know what to do if you're, uh, you know, your your vehicle is is out there where they need to take it to. Uh, they're going to take it where you tell them to, basically. Who do you call? You call East End Towing. What happens to your car, your boat, your truck, your camper? Because, you know, your car can break down, and you can be pulling your boat, or you can be pulling your camper. Then what happens? What do you do? 
East End Towing can take care of all of that. Because, look, they belong to the Arkansas Towing Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured. Uh, Each truck is permitted. They do it. They know exactly what to do in the situation you find yourself. Call them. 501-888-8849. 501-888-8849. Death penalty or no death penalty? That's what I'm asking right now. Mm-hmm. I, I want accountability. I mean, I, I don't think there's any accountability uh, for these people that are mass shooters. Well, that also uh, let's um, let's also include the guy that took his car and ran through a whole parade of people. Well, of course, I mean, he's a mass yeah. killer just as yeah. well as anybody else would be. No gun needed, you yeah. know, and he you don't hear anything about that from Waukesha, uh, and we know why. Well, what happens whenever a jury gets put into a room, there's always going to be some soft-hearted folks in there. They're going to say, I don't know. I, I, you know, I have a problem. They don't want to be the one. To push the button. Because it pushes the button. That's exactly right. Is that whenever you do that, that's why a lot of times prosecutors and things will just kind of, they'll back off a little bit because they know that it's tough to get a a death penalty you know, a verdict like that. Yeah, yeah this symbol up there on his stuff. Him, let's just give him life. And I'm wondering who what, had that symbol. I uh, saw it on one of his social media pages. The guy from Wisconsin. Yeah, no, the Illinois guy. Oh, the Illinois guy. Yeah, okay. I don't know what it, what, it, but I know a lot of um, travelers and people who want to be like squatters and stuff like that. They have little symbols of where they've went to, and it looks kind of like one of those. I'm not sure what it means. I'll investigate and get back to you. Yeah, get back to me about that. <laughs> Let me know what, what's going on. Yeah. Look, you don't even have to talk to me. Just call Heidi up and just say yes or no. All right? I know there's taking, a lot of you don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to know. I want people to know that I called in and I'm cold-blooded like Dave Ellswick is, but <laughs> you can. Uh, 501-823-0965. 501-823-0965. Got a couple people already say yes. What, what say you? So do you believe that we should have accountability in this country again? And if you're a mass shooter like these people, and I'm not, I'm not if you're a shooter, you just kill people in cold blood, I, I don't care how they do it. I don't care if they shoot you. I don't care if they gas you. I don't care if they electrify you. I don't care if they use a cocktail on you. I don't care if they use a rope on you. Bottom line is... Capital punishment. Hmm. I think you should pay with your life. If you believe like I do, you call, all right? 501-823-0965. And do the punishment public. Well, that's it. The public punishment is what we're missing. Pay off the deficit. Charge to watch it. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, they have, they have, they parade them around and, you know, and let everybody know who they are. Well, let's do some accountability and parade that around and let everybody know what happens if you do something like this. They've got those little candle holders just sitting outside these prisons going kumbaya and everything like that. (laughs) That's because they've never had anybody killed. That's right. You know, I'm just telling you, I, I've, I've been, look, but before I went in talk, I, I did news, all right? And I, I was on the police beat. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of the worst things that you can think of. I've also been in the military, and I was in places where mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to be at. And I can see I saw bad things there as well. And I've seen inhumane treatment of, of fellow people. human beings. Yeah. And those people need to be taken care of. I'm just telling you. 
They need to be taken care of. Now, I'm not I'm not equating war to going out and cold-bloodedly killing people because it's a different that's a whole different ball of wax. You know, we always wonder what is going on in somebody's mind whenever they 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 have that kind of thinking where they just feel like they've got to go kill somebody. Well, they're so yeah. disconnected from from real not re, it's reality from empathy from uh, just and human hum, humanity. You know, they're so dis- disconnected is the word, my word of the day. When you kill somebody, all right, uh, no matter if it's warranted or not warranted, okay, you've taken away from them everything that the Declaration of Independence tells them that they got. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You've totally wiped all of that out. There is no such thing. And the people that, that love on. them, too. You know, bottom line is, is that, uh, you know, somebody who does that uh, wantonly for no reason whatsoever by our laws uh, needs to give up their life. They need and to give up their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. It's not just the victim, the you know, that one victim. There's other victims outside of that, that thing. Well, that think about the, the 27 people that he um, injured. He was trying to kill them. He wasn't trying to, let me just injure, I'm going to shoot him in the arm. You know, he was he was random and intentionally trying to kill people. Those, you know, and their family, like you're saying, their families are there. I mean, these people of their lives are changed forever, and it's an extension of that person. Each victim has an extension that goes out. You know, that's almost like that's almost like a video game. To, probably was a video game. That's game. what I think too. Because it has that same scenario. You know, just to try to just pull as pull the trigger yeah. as many times you can, try to take as many people out as possible. Yeah, but those, but the people that in real life don't get back up. That's right. Right, you don't get another life. But yeah. I mean the same. The same. It looks like the same pattern that right. you see in a video game. That's what I was thinking when I was hearing the gunshots go off. Yeah, because it was it was more than a three three round uh, a magazine. That yeah. in there, but it, it doesn't matter what size magazine. You better you better take some cover quick. You start hearing rounds going off. They thought it was firecracker to start with. Well, sure, it's Fourth of July. Yeah. And uh, and then but then then I could tell really quick just listening to it on on TV. I said that's not firecrackers. I hear gunshots in my neighborhood every weekend. So. And it ain't the Fourth of July. And it ain't the Fourth of July. Right. And it ain't fireworks. So. Yeah, it's just the way it is. But anyway, I, I'm the but phone, the, the phone numbers out there. All right, five zero one eight two three zero nine six five. Had a couple people call. You call. I want to know. All right, you don't have to go on the air. Just tell Heidi. Heidi's my producer. Say hi. Say hi, Heidi, on the air. Hello there. See, you hear that <laughs> voice? That's 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 one of those voices. She couldn't she couldn't hurt a kitten. I'm just telling you. All right. All right. So you can call her, and you can say yes or no. Yes, you believe in capital punishment for people to do this kind of stuff. I mean, I believe that that's what's meaning missing accountability. It is missing. In this stuff, and 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 the and the punishment. If if it's 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 obviously that, and you've been tried, you went through, you've been adjudicated, and uh, hey, and I'll give you, I'll give you that you can put it up in front of the court one time, mm-hmm. make sure there was no mistakes, right? But after that, no, I'm, you're just I'm, you're I'm just living, you. you're just living on time That's at right. that point, and uh, and like I said, it needs to be public. 
Uh, you know, you get it out in the public hanging. I'm tell you what, it it has an effect on. No, it does. Par- and parents will start paying attention. Hey, you, Johnny, to their children, Johnny, you don't want none of that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's some good people. I think what gets people is there are some people in prison who've just made mistakes, and you know who aren't out there trying to hurt other people. They hurt themselves more than anyone, and that really gets bleeding hearts. Uh, because I can be a bleeding heart for that, what, you know, trying to help people rehabilitate and stuff like that. Have you ever seen a movie in cold blood? I've heard it, and I bet I've seen it. I'm not sure. True story. True story. A couple of guys killed a family. That was in Kansas, if not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, Truman Capote wrote the book. And both, of them, the both of them were hung for their crimes, you know. I think they went to Leavenworth. Yeah. yeah. I, forget where, I forget where they were. Where they were taken, Kansas. It would seem it was in Kansas, probably Leavenworth. Yeah, uh, that's a, a federal penitentiary. You don't want to go to Leavenworth. I'm telling you, no. if you're in the military, you don't want to go to Leavenworth. That's, that's uh, you don't want to go where there. The bad guys go. Yeah, that's where typically your work is making big rocks, making small rocks out of big rocks. <laughs> just so you know. Right. All right. Again, five zero one eight two three zero nine six five. That's number to call. Five zero one eight two three zero nine six five. And uh, I want to hear from you today. You know, you've been driving, you've been listening to me. I haven't done this in a long time. I'm going to do it now. And uh, do you agree with me about uh, you want uh, responsibility by these people who who murder people in cold blood uh, that they should, uh, you know, they should be put to death? I mean, the guy out in Colorado is still alive. I don't know. The guy who walked into the movie theater. Remember him? Right. Yeah, right. He's, still, he's still hanging out on your dime in a federal penitentiary just know that all right all right pat davis wants you know he wants to save your money all right we'll move away from talking about capital punishment here and talk about saving money uh pat davis you can reach him at 501-605-6935 he's going to tell you how to have health insurance uh that has no co-pays that doesn't have a big big old deductible that you got to meet uh, like eight or ten thousand dollars before you can even use your health insurance. How you can save thirty to fifty percent, and how you can even get checks back from the hospital, the urgent care, your doctor. Yeah, you can do that, uh, but you just got to do it right. Pat Davis will tell you how to do it. Five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five. Had Pat on a couple of weeks back. Had a guy that uh, had a business went to Pat and said, "Save me some money." On my health insurance, I want to give my workers good health insurance, but I just can't I can't pay what they're asking me to. And uh, Pat found him uh, the way to do that, and he saved him about fifteen grand a year for his business. You can also visit him at yourhealthplanman.com. That's one word. Try it again: yourhealthplanman.com. Do you agree that people who go out and do these mass shootings, if they catch them, because uh, you know a lot of them, they want to do suicide by cop or something. Uh, you just you know do do we ca- if we catch them, do we put them to death? I think we need to put them to death. If you can't play nice in society, then uh, you got to lock some people away. If you got somebody who can just turn off their humanity, basically, yeah. And it uh, doesn't mean any difference to them who they kill, how they kill them, or whatever. 
then you need to get them out of the gene pool. Now you got to let Darwinism really play its game. Uh, you have mm-hmm. to you have to have the guy with the black hood on and the little eye holes. Yeah, put a little up. put a little bit of you know chlorine bleach in the, in the in the swimming pool. Yeah, put a guillotine down. I mean, every every certain days we got to put X amount of chlorine in our swimming pool to keep bad stuff from multiplying. I think we got to look at that as as a little bit of a philosophical Cleansing. way of hand handling these mm-hmm. kind of people. Cleaning out the uh, I'm not going to say it, but yeah, cleaning it out, cleaning out the dirt bags. We'll just put it well, that way. Scumbag, you can call them whatever you want to. The bottom line is they cannot play nice in society and if they can't play and if they're if they're not certifiably nuts okay right i mean i guess we gotta we gotta gotta look deeply inside of ourselves at that point and say well they're crazy uh well okay so they didn't know what they were doing well then they go away and they never get out of whatever padded cell you're going to put them in because you can't, you can't, can't convince them. me. You can't convince me. That's well, if we if they take this pill, well, what if they don't take? The they pill? don't take their medication. That's yeah, but what the problem. happens if they don't? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You can't leave them out into in amongst the people. No. You don't know if they're going to take the medication or not. They've given up their right to be among the society. And I'm not saying like everybody that. who has a mental uh, problem should be locked up. Don't, no, I'm don't nuts. Take, don't, ta- don't, 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 don't take that. Well, I'm, no, if I say that, I get in real trouble. But the bottom line is, is that the the bottom line is, is that uh, there's some people that you know they can't be let out in the general populace. How's that one? For they you? can't control their impulses. I know somebody who's got a tattoo called, that says "Poor Impulse Control." <laughs> he just it's the only tattoo he had and that was the first one he got was poor impulse control and it said it all i mean yeah. you know not that he would do something like this but it's all about impulse control it's about um knowing the the uh what what you've done the consequences to what you've done but not also knowing the reality you've created for other people you know and uh dehumanizing these things into targets you know humans into targets well, it's just like I said. I think it's, it mimics uh, it, the behavior that he he showed in the shooting. Uh, it mim- in my mind, it mimics a, a video game right. type mentality. That's what it sounded like. Uh, you know, he didn't care. He just trying to eliminate as many of the targets as possible. You know, just and that's you know, you just kind of kind of got a feeling about. Yeah, it. I don't killed. know who the colonel is. There's a colonel who's written a book about that, about how people who play. You know, just first-person shooters. Uh, that uh, you know, that part of the problem is, is that they they do become. I'm going to use my own word, anesthetized. Right. Uh, to, to that, you know, they get used to uh, looking, even looking down the trigger of a of a video weapon. They get used to that, and because of that, they. They think, well, what would be like to look down a the real weapon? I'm not. I'm not saying. And I hate to bring up video games because you know. that's the first thing I thought of too. But and I don't want to blame human action on a video game because there's a. That's like blaming alcohol for being a jerk. You know, I mean, you can't blame the alcohol because you're a jerk. You may not have. You know, you may cover it up really well and be able to handle yourself in society until you start drinking, and then you blame it on the alcohol. No, you're a jerk. 
you're still accountable for your actions. That's yeah. correct. And your choices. And I've been a jerk, Cause so you're, I don't you're drink the, so You're much. the one who makes the decision how many drinks you take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to keep that in mind. But, you know, we're moving on from the, the main subject here. This guy took a high, high-caliber weapon. Uh, it, and now, if they're going to say, well, he was up on a roof of AK-15, uh, uh, AR-15, I, bottom line, I don't consider that a high-caliber weapon. A uh, weapon, to be honest with you. All right, two, two, three. We and, got somebody uh, who you know, agrees with you. He was a three oh eight. Now you, you're using something that will, you know, do some damage. You have fifty cal. You rip a person's arm off him. But the bottom line is, is that um, uh, if you're going out to willingly slaughter people, then you don't get to play in the human race anymore. That's just the way I, f- I feel about that. Someone in the live chat agrees with you too. Well, good. Yeah. I'm good. I mean, I that I'm not that my phones aren't completely blown up right now tells me a lot of you have gotten used to this. Well, that's what it is. Uh, I think we have gotten. A lot used of you to gotten used to this. Anesthetized. I Eric haven't. I haven't gotten used to this. Mm-hmm. I'm and and I'm tired of it to be honest. And it ain't laws that you got to pass that's going to stop it. You can have as many laws as you want, and it's not going to stop this. I'm hearing no. the, uh, the the politician, well, we got to go back and look look, look at the, it's this whole gun control. No, you don't. No, you don't. We have created. No, you don't. Just get rid of that one person to start off with. We've created a whole bunch of them. Get rid of them. Let's get rid of them, and then you don't have to worry about the laws for the rest of the people who don't go out and shoot people. Right. And then you get some that just get, uh, after they do something like this, they get into politics. Yeah. <laughs> what was that gal that tried to set a bomb off up there in the Capitol there in, in Oh, the US I don't know who you mean like yeah, now she's name. now she's in now she's right in the middle. The one that was in the weatherman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they should have been put to death too, but that's a different story. Yeah. That's for another time. Yeah. And, time. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Obama used to hang out with one of those weathermen. Yep, yes he did. He used to hang out with them. I don't trust Obama anymore and I trust the guy from the weatherman. All right. Ayers. That was his name, Ayers. Yep. Don't trust Bill Ayers. Yeah. Yeah. Those people dangerous, dangerous people. I know. I grew up during their time. During that time. Yeah. All right. So about a minute till uh, seven. Got to get out of here. Bible guys going to come up here in just a moment. Wayne, thanks for coming in. He came riding, riding in on his motorcycle. Yes, he did. You know? He wants a Mercedes Benz. I came limping in on a tire. He don't want a pickle. He wanted a motorcycle, and he got himself one. Thank you very much, Simone, for coming in as well. Dave Ellswick Show. I'll be back with you at 9 o'clock. Talk to you then. o'clock i'm back with you for an hour and uh, today i asked joel johnson to come by he is the uh, 
Are you the CEO? Is that what you are? Yeah, you could call me the CEO, sure. Okay, and then your wife's the CFO? Yes. She controls the money? She does control the money, yes. <laughs> That's Veronica. They're a great couple. If nothing else, before you leave from this show today, we're going to talk about PI roofing today uh, for an hour, and I'm going to give you some really good information. But these are really good Christian folks. They're great individuals, and uh, just for that alone, you can trust their company. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. You can that. trust them. And uh, I, I, I told you that that my goal in, in having you on for so long, over 20 years that you've been here on the Dave Ellswick Show, is because I know when I tell people to go see you and talk to you, they're going to get a, the real deal. That's right. You're going to take care of you. You're going to take care of them. Yeah, I tell you, we, you can't be in business that long and, and not take care of people. And we've we've had issues. There's no there's no doubt. We're in construction. We deal with uh, with people on both sides. You had problems employees. with me. <laughs> yeah, First still. time that they look, I had to put a new roof on this house I bought, and I called PI Roofing, and uh, they came on over. They did the roof. I came home the next day. It was the next day, and it looked like I had waves. Mm-hmm. in my roof mm-hmm. and i i called uh, pi roofing back and i said hey it looks like there's waves in there and, and the person says well let, i'll get somebody to call you and and i think at that point i even sent you a, an email and you said there's something wrong with the felt that's exactly right mm-hmm. off the bat just like that right. and uh two days later you guys were out and took off the, sh- the shingles took off the felt put it all back down did it in a day, right? And it was perfect. Yeah, good. That's what we want. You That's know, why we, I stayed if, with you. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. Well, that helps pay the bills later. Helps pay for that that re-roof that we that we do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, if we make a mistake, by all means, please let us know. Because if we don't, if you never tell us, we don't know. <laughs> well, it may not even be you. It may be the sure. the product. The products. It, yeah, it could be a lot of different things. So yeah, definitely let us know what's going on uh, with your roof and just what your situation, so we can we can help out. Yeah, you don't know how much I love after having that new roof put on now. Uh, I come home and just the last, well, not the last couple months. It's been hot and dry the last couple months. But when we were having those big, big rainstorms that mm-hmm. were happening, right. and uh, I would come home and I'd see that water just pouring on my house and it just slaking right off. Yeah, Man, nice. I loved it. Yeah. I loved the, the view of that. It just, it just. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, a good a good roof helps you sleep at night. It does. It yep. really, really does. And uh, I knew I needed a new roof. I was told I needed a new roof, and I told them I'm praying for hail. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that in 2014. I wrote the book about uh, never yes, pay for another roof. And you're like, Joel, come on. I'm like, Dave, if you use good materials and good workmanship, what could go wrong? You know, yeah. hail damage or storm damage. And that's and that really happens every ten to fifteen years. And you know, if you stay in your house that long, you know, let the insurance and company buy you a new roof. Eighteen years later. Yeah. So you I had to have another roof put on. That's Brand new. And nice. I look, I ain't gonna 
Unless the Lord is really, really blessing me, I don't expect to be alive in 18 years. Right. Yes. You know, right now, I, that would put me at about what 97 years old. Wow, that's a lot. Maybe only 80, 87 years 87, old. Okay. That's even. That's still a lot. You know, to be honest with you. So let, let's talk about some things that people need to know about Joel, because you're the man to talk about when it comes to roofs. You've been doing this for years. From you've learned it from you know. You know, walking around and and putting shingles on and and doing it for other people to getting your own business going, yeah. to walking to driving around neighborhoods and looking at people's roofs and saying you got a problem there, right, <laughs> right? You got a leak by any chance? Yeah, okay. Can I fix it for you? Yes. And yeah. and the rest is history, of course, with PI roofing. But what about people that, for instance, I was stunned when you just told me about this uh, over in Cabot. And insurance companies telling people, I mean, we had a major, major um, hailstorm over in the Cabot area yeah. uh, late last year. And I can't believe any insurance company would look at somebody and say, you know, oh, yeah, you got some hail damage, but it's not really bad. Yeah, it is re- weird. Uh, we- hail, hail is weird. Um, you have pieces of ice falling from the sky. <laughs> yes, that's you know, what you have. And, and you don't the size know, of softballs. And you don't know <laughs> the density of that hail. Sometimes in Arkansas, or most of the time in Arkansas, we get you know quarter size hail that falls and it hits the concrete. It just kind of splatters, goes everywhere. Right. Well, when I was here, and I don't live in Cabot, I live more closer to Valonia. But when I was here, and when when people would call me and they would say, "My gosh, this hail was the size of a golf ball at, mm, at least," yeah. and when it hit the concrete, it split in half. And that's a bang. I'm like, oh my gosh, the difference in density in those two different scenarios versus, you know, splattering versus splitting in half, that's in pretty hard hail. So the difference in soft hail versus hard hail is the impact it does to your roof. So some people may have a, an architectural shingle, which is a, a, a more uh, stronger shingle. It's a double laminate. It's going to uh, hail impact it a little bit less than a three-tab shingle. An older three-tab shingle is going to get impacted a lot. So what we're telling people is if you've been denied by the insurance company, just give us a call and we'll do a reinspect. It's a free free inspection. We're in Cabot, uh, Benton Bryant, Conway, uh, Mayflower. All those areas got hit by hail at, at some point or some amount of it. Uh, while we're in the area, let us just do a reinspect. We'll take some pictures of it, and if we can find damage that we think is damage, we want to be a roof's advocate and 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 give your roof that voice of giving those pictures to you and your insurance company say hey where are the professionals here with the roofing and this is what we found up on the roof we would like for the insurance company to then take another look at this yeah most of those appraisers for the insurance company a lot of them are former roofers themselves i think because a lot of them i've met they seem to be okay yeah and uh, they get up there and they start looking and you know sometimes i know the, the guy who worked with me when the appraiser came out they didn't have to stay on the roof very long at all right yeah. they went up there and the guy said yep yep yeah i see what you're saying yep yep and it was done right. i mean it, it wasn't longer than 15 minutes and at that point then dave what happens is that person doesn't necessarily make the decision to say yes they get a new roof all right that person then has to take that information and give it to somebody else 
Mm. It has to go up the chain in the insurance company. Now, I don't work for the insurance company. A person company. that doesn't even see it. Doesn't even, they're not Maybe on the pictures roof. pictures, no. and that's it. A desk adjuster, supervisors, I don't know who all they go to, but it, it goes up the chain to be checked boxes and make sure that your policy is has what it needs for you to get a new roof, and then you know what's your deductible, and do you have the code endorsement on your policy to bring your roof up to code. All those things happen, you know, I don't want to say in the back room, but it happens. <laughs> but somebody you <laughs> it don't happens meet, with somebody else, yeah, yeah, somebody you don't even talk to. So even though the guy or the gal that's coming out to do the inspection on your roof says yes, you know, looks like you have hail damage, you got to wait till the, the final approval comes down, and then once they say yes, you got it, then you got to find a great contractor. And I talked a little bit about um, uh, a contractor versus a roofer. So we're not necessarily just a roofer. A roofer is the guy that actually installs the roof. You got to find a contractor. So PI Roofing is a contract. We have a contractor's license. So we hire. We can hire a roofer. We can hire a plumber. We can hire, you know, electrician. We can hire all those trades that's needed to put your roof back into a, a pre-loss condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so find a great contractor that's going to go to bat for you and your roof with the insurance adjuster and come up with a fair value price to put that new roof on. Well, taking what you're saying just there about being a contractor, that's you were telling me about a guy down in Benton. Mm-hmm. who called you yep and uh uh you guys showed up and you dealt with his insurance company and everything and he says mm-hmm. that's the reason i used you because dave ellswick talks about this stuff yeah. yep and we and we document it's not just what joel said you know well joel said that we need to do drip edge joel said we need to do this no joel's just saying it because it's in the it's in the code <laughs> yeah you know, it's, it's in the law um if you're on facebook you can see that the papers i've got here they're these are all the uh um the code requirements to install a new roof um, it's not just, well, my contractor does it this way. Well, that's great, but is that in the code? Mm-hmm. Is that what the law says? And the code is just a minimum. And it better be in code because it, if it isn't, your insurance company not going to cover it. Well, so for that's the most a, part. That's a, yeah, so that's a problem. You need to call your agent. I tell all my customers, look, talk to your agent because I'm not an agent. I'm not a lawyer. I can't give advice. I'm just saying your roof needs to be code. And your insurance company, you need to be paying your insurance company for code endorsement because we're finding uh, homeowners and, and customers that are saying, hey, my, you know, my, my uh, insurance appraisal came back and uh, it doesn't have any drip edge. They're not, they're not paying me to bring it up to code. Well, you're not paying for that in your policy, no. obviously. You've got to have it in your policy. Yes, and you've got to pay for that. Yes. It may be cheaper. It may be a cheaper policy if you don't have those things in there, but I would be paying for that. I pay for it in mine. Well, I always look at it and say, what's it going to cost you, an extra $5 a month or something? It's worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's worth it, to have absolutely. that. Well, and the code changes. The code changes, um, you know, to bring things up to a higher standard every every few years. Arkansas is still using the 2012 International Building Code. That's several years old, right? Yeah. This is 2022. Just a, just a <laughs> so little they're, bit. So they're using the 2012 building code, which has valley liner and drip edge, just to name a couple of them. Well, a lot of the houses that are built today don't have drip edge or uh, valley liner. Ooh. Uh-oh. Did I just say something? Yeah, you did. You <laughs> so we have, to, we, we have to be able to build our homes today up to code, and we have to re-roof our homes up to code because it is just a minimum standard. I don't like minimums. 
You know, I'd, well, I'd like no, to be. Neither do I. I'd like to be a little bit better than if they say that's the minimum, that's the lowest you can go. I'm like, can we go a little lower? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go a little lower. You're exactly because, right. Now we just had some. Uh, we just had some uh, snow, didn't we? Just recently, the I, last year. At, at uh, in many, Cabot, we did. How we many had, inches of snow did we get in Central half, Arkansas? About three and a half inches. Didn't we get like twenty inches of snow last year? Yeah. A yeah, lot. A lot of snow. Mm-hmm. So what the code says is if if there's ice forming or a history of ice forming on your roof, you have to treat it differently. So now is there a history of ice forming on your roof after mm, 20 inches of snow? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, if it only happened one year out of the 20 years I've owned the home, is that it's a history? It's never going to happen again. Yeah. It'll never happen again. Yeah. Let's keep building like we've been doing it for 30 yeah, years. That's, well, that's what they try to do yeah. mostly. And I understand some of that. It's to keep the cost down because sure. whenever, whenever you add something, that's extra money. Right, and, right. And builders know that. And, sure. And buyers know that. Absolutely. But home and, and home inspectors know that too. So if if you build a home or you you have a home and you have something done to it and they don't bring it up to code and then you go and sell your home, so say well, all these roofs that are getting done in Central Arkansas and the the roofers are not putting it up to code and a home inspector comes by and says, hey, I'm, I'm inspecting this roof for for my buyer and uh, you don't have certain things on there. Now what? Mm-hmm. So does the buyer not buy the house, or does the seller have to go back and bring it up to code? Does it? I mean, there's a whole there's a whole conundrum there that happens uh, if people start asking questions. Well, you've just told me is there is a whole show I need to do on insurance. It's a lot. <laughs> people need to know it's a lot what, what yeah. to do, but they yeah. need to know what to do with their roof as well. Uh, the whole thing about doing this reinspect if somebody has denied some work on your roof, uh, you should take Joel Johnson and his uh, crew at PI Roofing uh, up on that and have them come out and look. No cost to you. Yep. No cost to you. Yep. And uh, they'll tell you if if you you got a you got a, a deal here that you need to have looked at. That's right. Yeah. So what I say is I want to be your roof's advocate. Your roof doesn't have a voice. Uh, your roof is working 24-7. And it has been hot lately, right? Yeah, it's your, been the hot. The roof is working up there. Yeah. And then we get the, the, the snow and the ice and hail and all that stuff. Let us be the roof's advocate. Come out there and take a look at it and see what it needs. All right. We're going to come back. We're going to talk further. I got Joel uh, for this hour. You got a question about roofing, you can call in and ask. Uh, 501-823-0965. Joel will be happy to talk to you and give you an, an answer. He'll, he'll be happy to do that. He's done that every time he's come on the air. Uh, 501-823-0965. What happens if somebody comes out and does roofing? And uh, you, you can even look at it and you go, mm, I, don't, I don't know about that. Uh, we'll talk about what if you're unsure of your installation process. I'll talk with uh, Joel about that when we return here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let me talk to you for a moment about jewelry. I want to talk to you about that. And Eric uh, Coleman is the uh, owner-operator of Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, over on uh, Cavanaugh Boulevard here in Little Rock, 3000 Cavanaugh to be exact, in Suite E. And I'm going to tell you what, it is the place to go because he's your hometown jeweler. He's not one of these that is a big, big jeweler and they, they, they do the national ads and all of that and 
tell you, you know, every kiss begins with them and all of that. What he's going to tell you is that if you need a custom design, he can do that. He's got the computer uh, to design the jewelry, to make the wax mold of the jewelry, to take it from being nothing to making it something. He can do that for you. Uh, He uh, has the top design brands on display there at his shop if you want to buy something right out of uh, out of the the display uh, he can help you with uh, wedding and engagement rings he's got a lot of uh, uh, precious stones free stones in other words they're they're in a, a small little area and you can go through and say oh i like the looks of that particular one and maybe put that one on on the ring and i, I want it cut a certain way all of that can be done uh by hillcrest designer jewelry he'll tell you uh if you come by and see him he'll save you uh buku's money on engagement and wedding sets that's no problem custom designs no problem if you need repairs he's got the plasma torches and everything he can do all of that he's your one-stop jeweler you just need to stop by and visit with him uh, at uh, 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard, Suite E. He's open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. Now, maybe you want to sit down and, and, and really talk uh, a powwow with him. Call him, 501-246-3655. That's Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. I, w- I want Joel to talk about something here for just a moment because he was showing me some letters that he's gotten. And they go back to 2016. Uh, and that's when a lot of these new codes were, you know, put in place by the state. I did not realize there were so there's areas of the state where you don't even have code inspectors. Oh, of course. There's just, I mean, just like police officers. You know, there's, there's areas of the state that the police, they can't be there all the time. So I, I, I think of code enforcement as I think of a, of a stop sign out in the middle of nowhere. It's at a four-way intersection, and there's a stop sign there. There's not a police officer that sits there and, and makes sure people obey that stop sign. They're, they're going to take it upon you that you're going to obey it, right? Right. So as a contractor and with a contractor's license, I sign. It's been 20 years ago since I signed it, but you know, I, I know that being a contractor in the state of Arkansas, I'm held to a specific um, legalities if I don't follow the code or follow... No, it says right in the letter. It says yeah, you will follow it, you yeah. know, even if there's not a code inspector there. Exactly, yeah. But that's just like when you get a driver's license. You're pretty much saying, I'm going to obey the law. I'm giving the police department permission to, to give me a ticket if I if they catch me not obeying the law. Now, hey, I'm not saying I always drive the speed limit, Yeah. Right? But I'm not driving. I'm not even going to say I've always stopped for stop signs. Rolling stops. But we take it upon ourselves to say, you know what? If I get pulled over by a police officer for going over the speed limit, I'm going to accept that ticket because I know I'm wrong. That's right. So if a a contractor is doing something, uh, I'd say illegal, but if you're doing something that's not right. Cutting corners. Yeah. Then be, be ready to accept the punishment of whatever that is. Because let's face it, the contractor is faced with, I get your business if I'm in your wheelhouse for paying for the business that I do for you. Is that not kind of the way it is? Sure, yeah. Okay, so let's think about that for just a second, though. If he does not do the job for you, the contractor, and does not comply with the the codes that are there, and uh, something happens to, let's say, your roof, 
and they come out and they go, well, your roof's not up to code. You know what the insurance company is going to say? Well, if it's not up to code, we don't have to cover it. There's a lot of things that could happen there. Again, I'm not a lawyer, nor am I an well, adjuster. Well, I understand that. But, <laughs> Just, but, yeah, throwing those out there because, I'm again, I want to go back to I'm the roof's advocate. I, I know the building code. I've got a copy of it right here, 2012 International Building Code, and I've got the, the parts that really that we, that we deal with every day. And that's just a few of those. We won't go into them. But that's what I want Arkansans to know is they have a voice and they have the responsibility to know the law to some, to some regard. But if, they're, if their home is not up to code, they need to, they need to find out what it's going to take to do that. Going to talk more about this. What do you do if you're unsure of your inst- installation? Coming up in a moment. So I've set up Joel here. Joel Johnson is my guest. He is the owner of P.I. Roofing. Now, P.I. Roofing, I've been doing their advertising for over 20 years. How many years have you been in business now? This is uh, 22. 23 okay, starts so in January. Been, all right. So then next year it be 23 years because basically you started with me when you started mm-hmm. your, your gig. Right. So I have no problem telling you this is the man to call. All right. I, I call him. I've told you, and I'm not lying to you. No other roofing company has ever walked on my roof, except for PI Roofing. That's it. That's how much I trust them. I really, really trust these guys. And I trust Joel. I trust Joel because he's trustworthy. That's just the way he is. Thank you, Dave. That means a lot. It really does. Thank you. All right. So if someone is unsure of their installation, should they give you a call? Yes, please do. And call us uh, sooner than later. Um, if you just had your roof redone, maybe by the uh, by the storm damage or, or otherwise, uh, we charge $150 uh, to give you a documented report on the roof's condition. Um, and then if you do buy something from us over $150, we'll give you your money back. Okay. So it's $150, and, and what we'll do is we'll look at these uh, the building codes. Do they have ice and water shield? Do they have drip edge? Do they have nails in the shingles and not staples? Uh, do they have chimney flashing, uh, pipe flashing? Just all, all those. All that's important. I know this for a fact. The shingles don't typically leak. They're like, oh, my shingles look great. Well, yeah, they came from the manufacturer that way. Right, right. <laughs> and it's been hot enough that all those shingles are nice and sealed down for now. Yeah. But it's all the details that become a problem. Uh, anytime there's a waterway, like in a valley, all that water runs to that one spot. If that valley runs into a dead end, like a chimney or a wall or something, and it's not sealed properly, it's going to bleak. It's going to have a problem. So 150 bucks will come out, uh, give you a detailed inspection of your roof, and hopefully give you a great thumbs up and say, you know what, your roofer did a great job. Congratulations, your roof is great. I love saying that. I mean, I, I really do, because I want other contractors to do a great job. Um, it, it helps raise the whole, like, what do they say, uh, high tide raises all the boats? Yeah, that's what let's, JFK said. Let's all do a great job. There's plenty of jobs out there. There's plenty of work. Um, we're not going to go hungry. Everybody's going to need a roof. So um, take us up on that offer for the uh, for the roof inspection, and let's make sure that your roof is in good shape before we get some more rain. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you what roofers have been. They, I'm, I got to believe if you're up there roofing that you don't like it when it's 99 degrees and 50 percent humidity, and it feels like it's 115. It's but I, I will tell you this much: 
they're glad they got all this dry weather going on right now because you can make hay during the dry weather. Yeah, the dry weather is great, but yes, the heat slows us down. So we're we're roofing a lot of houses every day, every week, but it's uh, it's tough on the guys. Uh, we're start the guys are starting to get a little more acclimated to the weather. Uh, a couple weeks ago, when the rain kind of stopped and the heat came in, <laughs> woo, it was uh, the guys were like it's, miserable. It, we can't go today, boss. We need to we need to take a break. So, uh, but we appreciate all of our customers, all of our Dave Ellswick listeners. Uh, a lot of you guys are calling us, and we really appreciate that. And I want to make sure that they all uh, know that. Uh, we, how much we appreciate you, Dave, uh, for advertising for us for so many years. I only advertise for the companies that I believe in. I have dropped companies that uh, didn't do what they said they were going to do. But I only, I only back the people that do what they say they're going to do. Now that doesn't mean that you might, just something might happen, and you get, you get, you get uh, on the bad side of each other, and uh, it's over something that's uh, uh, can be taken either way. At that point, don't don't expect me to go against Joel. Well, and yeah, I mean there are there are ways to to, to get over disagreements. Um, we, you know, again. Now you said it nicely. <laughs> it's it's construction. We're dealing with uh, with employees of mine, subcontractors of mine, customers, husband and wives may not agree on something. Mm-hmm. Well, he picked black shingles, and I wanted, you know, weatherwood shingles. Well, we put the, we put weatherwood on. We didn't know that you guys had a disagreement. Yeah. So, I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen, and and you know, I just I want to make sure that the customer is happy when we're done. All if right. you're not 100 percent satisfied, I'd like to know. Okay, so. Going from that point, and we talk about that. I've talked about this with you almost every time you've come on. When we have bad weather, unscrupulous people come to the state of Arkansas. They're looking to make money, and they may be willing to skirt the edges. They haven't signed some of the things that you signed, Joel, and saying that they're going to do it to code and things of that nature. So they come in and they do a you know a half butt job on something. Uh, that was a nice way of putting it. <laughs> right. And uh, as well as perhaps they didn't even get the job done and they left. Oh yeah, that's happened. Okay. Yeah. So what does a person do then? Can they call you and say, yeah, "I got problems, man"? Yeah. Yeah, call us. Uh, Dave's number, 501-707-3551. That's it. Uh, let us know that uh, you heard about this on the Dave Ellswick Show. You can also email me, claims at piroofing.com, claims at piroofing.com, and let let me know that you heard about it on the Dave Ellswick Show, and that way we can give uh, Dave the credit for that. But, again, uh, sooner the better. Uh, the longer you, you wait to call us, um, the more damage could be done inside your home when, you, when we do get rain. Uh, the shingles do seal better um, as, the, as, it, as it's getting so hot. Uh, it's harder to get the shingles up if there's just a small repair we need to do um, and the shingles come up easy. It's, it, it takes less time. It's less money. If we wait a year and the shingles are sealed, we may have to tear off the whole slope just to fix the fireplace flashing. Right. Keep that keep that in mind. Also keep in mind that sometimes people come out and they work on things uh, on your house, and what they do may cause problems. P.I. Roofing, not P.I. Roofing, pardon me, DirecTV did oh, that yes. with me. Yep. You remember years back to get high-definition 
television, they used to put like a, a fly swatter on top of your house. That's what the antenna looked like. Well, they did that at my house. And then I didn't need it any longer because they were broadcasting in high D. And uh, they took it off. Well, that was fine and good. They just didn't seal the holes. And so <laughs> right. you remember this. Yes, I do. And I had to have you guys come out, and you fixed the problem that they caused. Yeah. Yep. And I, I don't have any. Not only did they fix it, you can't even tell it was there. Right. You couldn't even tell it was there. And uh, they'll do that for you. Did it cost me some money? Yes. It's work. All right. Work costs money. Right. You know? It'd be nice if these people really were really had something to talk about, about socialism and everything. But no, they don't. I'm a capitalist. I'm willing to pay for good work. That's the way it should be. And uh, they came out, and they had it done within a couple hours. No more leak. Right. So it was yep. that easy. Yep. And we do get that, uh, thinking about the, the, the quick amount of time, um, we do get that sometimes where the customer says, that's it? It only took, you know, a couple hours? Mm-hmm. We're like, yes, we have everything on the truck. The guys are already trained. Yeah, you show up. Yeah, they, you know. Let me talk about that. You okay. just said something that we need to talk about. They're already trained. Before anybody walks on your roof from PI Roofing, Joel and his people test them. They want to make sure not only that they can put a shingle down, but do they put it down in the same way that PI Roofing wants it put down so it works correctly on your roof? That's right. Yeah, if we don't put the roof down right, we wouldn't be in business very long. So it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of time, energy, and, and money to uh, train uh, to train and keep training. And you know, we have we have a turnover. We have guys that leave our company to start their own businesses. Um, so I, I, you know, that's great. We're not going hungry. We we want to bring more people into the business. Uh, so if you do know anybody out there that's looking for a job, uh, and or have the, I was talking about God's God talks about having we all have a bent. Uh, some people are, are bent towards office work, and some right. people have a bent towards outside work. I'm an outside guy. Yeah, I'm so. an inside guy. I like sitting in front of a microphone in the, in the <laughs> yes. air conditioning. I really do. I'd rather be outside uh, either putting a roof on or cutting a tree down or working in the yard. But if you know anybody out there that's looking for a job, we have all types of jobs at PI Roofing and Construction. So we got inside stuff. we got uh, painting and roofing and, you know, all that stuff that goes along with it. Management. I got I need people that can go out and do the hail inspections, mm-hmm. you know, because we have a lot of people still calling. And I think this is going to bring in some more phone calls, too. So I need to be able to train some more people on what to look for and how to talk to the adjusters and how to how to you know uh, be the roof's advocate and uh, and speak for that roof all right just before we go to final break here don't be afraid when pi roofing is there to ask questions absolutely yeah please they're there for you to ask questions they want to answer any question that you have they don't want you to just you know throw up your hand and say oh just get it done you know that's not what joel and his people are looking for they, they really want you to ask all questions. And I'm going to tell you, first question you ask, do you guys do it to spec? That's a, that's what I would ask about. Yeah, yeah, 
Yep. And if you're, and if you're interviewing contractors to do your roof or an insurance claim, that is one of the first things. Is it, let me see your contractor's license. Because uh, uh, Arkansas has, a, I call it, dumbed down the licensing. Years ago, you had to have a contractor's license. Now there's like five different licenses under a contractor's license. It may be home improvement. It may be, you know, that it's just a roofing license or just a gutter license. I'm not sure what all they have now, but they've really made that lowered the bar so almost anybody can get a license. So everybody can get in. So like have an insurance. Would you have insurance? Yeah, I've got insurance on my car. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, well, do you have insurance? Well, let me see it. You know, is it a half-million-dollar policy, a million-dollar policy for workers' comp and GL? So people out here on my property, if they get hurt or something, they're not going to come after my homeowners, you know, being hurt on my property. So licensing, insurance, um, and then, you know, how long have you been doing this? How long has a business been around? Now, And I'm not saying that the business has to be around 20 years to, to, uh, to hire them. But make sure that they've been in business or they have a business. Or if they're just starting out with a DBA, then you make that decision that you want to hire that, that young professional. I'm all about it. I want young people coming into the industry and doing things right. So, All right. Keep all that in mind. And remember also when you're looking at home insurance, ask them uh, on your policy, uh, do they have on there that it has to be the code? Yeah, the code endorsement. You yeah. need that. You need. There's certain things that you need, and that's one of them. I'll never forget when I was doing mine, and everybody knows I had. I've had Alan Kerr on many times. He's my insurance guy, and uh, he's been state representative. He's been the insurance uh, czar mm-hmm. here in, in in Arkansas and everything else. But uh, I know that when I sit down and talk to him. I can ask him questions about what's in my policy, and I'm totally covered the way I want to be. And you need to know that as just a citizen, Arkansan, uh, homeowner, you need to know what you're covered for and what you're not covered for. Mm -hmm. It's just common sense, but people don't realize, you know, until they have a catastrophe like a hailstorm that they go, wait a minute, I guess I need to look at my policy. I've just been doing the renewals and the renewals. Uh, so look and see what you have in there. Yeah. Let me just – yeah. By the way, I've got earthquake insurance on my house. <laughs> okay. All right? Do I think there's going to be an earthquake? Someday there's going to be. Yeah. They've told me that because of the fault line that we sit by, right. uh, we're going to have a, have a, a, a an earthquake like they had back about, what, 150 years ago or whatever, where the Mississippi ran backwards because of it. Wow. All right? So I, I'm, I'm – I'm planned in, in case it happens. I go with Dave. Your chances of it happening are small. However, and it does. I'm covered. You're mm-hmm. not. If it does happen, I don't have to worry about it. And it's, I mean, it's a pittance to have it. Right. So right. why not yeah. have it? Yeah. That's just the way I look at that. All right. Quick break, and then we'll come back and finish this up with Joel. And we're going to give you phone numbers. We're going to give you a place to go on the internet that uh, you can talk to him about any questions you have about your roof remember we've talked about if you've been denied they'd like to come out and uh, take a reinspect your roof for you and uh, if you get questions about that denial it could be just your insurance i'm just telling you some some insurance companies are better than others uh unsure of the installation or somebody started a, a job and didn't finish it all of those things you can call uh to uh 
PI Roofing, 501-707-3551. And that's the number I call. Look, I don't have – I keep telling everybody I don't have – a phone to the back cave of PI Roofing. I have a number that you can reach as well, 501-707-3551. Don't forget about ICU protection. ICU protection give you the kind of security that you want for your home. These are the folks that do Nuke One. I don't have a nuclear reactor sitting in my living room. But if they can protect a nuclear reactor, they can protect my home. And they came out. I got a, got some cameras on my house now. I've got uh, door and window sensors on my house now. And I feel a lot better when I leave my house and I arm my house that I don't have anything to work about, uh, worry about. All that information, if something happens bad, you're going to get notified over your smartphone. Uh, other people are going to be notified as well. And people are going to be responding. You can respond. The whole nine yards. Uh, ICU protection does a good job. All that equipment they put on your home, all that hardware, no cost to you. All you have to do is pay for the service. Call uh, Billy Mack. He'll take good care of you. 501-205-1333 is his number. 501-205-1333. That is ICU protection. So let's finish up. We have six minutes here. I want to. I want to get all the information that you need to know about the. Uh, the to go over the whole thing about if you had a, a roof job that's been denied. You had somebody come out and inspect it, and the insurance company says, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, you can get it reinspected by PI Roofing. They'll yes. do that. And that's a, a charge that's on a free, that? in, free inspection. Okay. We'll do a free inspection and, and see if you have hail damage or not because we do want to earn your business. If if you do have hail damage, we would love to be your contractor and then work with your insurance company and make sure that your roof is built back to code. I'm going to tell you what, they're fast too. Uh, and they clean up after themselves. That's a big deal with me. Uh, and, and, and Joel will tell you that because I, I talk about it all the time, about the magnet they use and all that stuff to get the nails that pop off the roof when they're they're putting the shingles down and stuff. But uh, uh, I tell the guys when they, I, when we do our little training, I'm like, look, you have to have a nothing hits the ground mentality. Nothing hits the ground. It hits a tarp or it hits a trailer. It doesn't hit the ground. <laughs> I laugh. As much as I can beat that into everybody, it, it's, stuff still hits the ground, but that's what the magnets I are I got to tell you what happened. Now, my roof was put, I said a couple months ago, it's, it was in February. And the reason I know it was in February is because I was scratching my head. I, I got ready for the Super Bowl. Oh. And they had started before the Super Bowl. And uh, they came out that day. And they started continuing, and they had to turn off my uh, oh, no. my, 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 <laughs> my television. I said, hey, dudes, you can continue as long as you got my TV back on by the time Super Bowl starts. And several hours later, it was like a, a day and a half to do a whole roof. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. they're, they're not only are they efficient, but they're fast. Yeah. Yeah, we have to be. You have to be. It's a it's a competitive market, and we have to you know we have to be ready to get there, or ready to do the job when we get there. We can't be thinking about what we're going to do when we show up. It's amazing how quickly they do it. They really do. All right, you're unsure of how the installation went. Somebody came out and did your roof. You look up at it, and maybe you're like I did. Uh, maybe you see waves underneath the shingles or something. Something just it just doesn't look right. Something doesn't come off right. You call up uh, PI Roofing, they're going to help you out. And it could just be a feeling, too. You're thinking, well, I just don't know. Those guys that were here, the people that were here, I just got an itchy 
suspicion. Yeah, they were sure cutting up a lot. Yeah, just just give us a call. We'll we'll come by and look at it. Um, if if we do the written report, it does cost 150 bucks. If we just look at it and go, hey, it's in good shape, you know, it saves us time, and you know, we'll get, we'll give you a little peace of mind that way. All okay. right. Last but not least, never use somebody out of town. I'm just going to tell you that. Always go with somebody who's been in business long enough and is an Arkansan uh, to do your roof. Now, don't let somebody from Texas, Mississippi, Tennessee, Missouri, or Kansas, or Oklahoma uh, do your home, your roof, all right? Do it with somebody that I believe that you can trust because sometimes people leave in the middle of a job. Now, if that happens, you need somebody to take care of things quickly. Call PI Roofing. Absolutely. Thank you. And you can email uh, claims at piroofing.com, the phone number 501-707-3551. And we're here to help. Been here for 22 years and uh, and hope to continue serving the central Arkansas and and the surrounding counties. All I have is my name for the people that I back. And uh, I will lay my name on the line for PI Roofing because it's owned by Joel and Veronica Johnson. Thank you, Dave. You're a great man. Keep up the good work in helping our Kansans. All right. Well, I, I'll tell you some other time about another reason, and that's because he gives back to the community. And I'll tell you a specific story about that sometime. But the bottom line is this. PI Roofing are people to do the business with. Again, it's 501-707-3551. Joel Johnson, thanks for coming in. It's been a fast hour. We've covered a lot of area for people. And uh, we'll have you back on in the future as well. I'm Dave Ellswick, back with you at 6 a.m. in the morning. We're going to be talking to uh, Congressman Hill, Congressman Westerman tomorrow. We'll also be uh, meeting with some folks about school choice in the 9 o'clock hour. You don't want to miss that because I'm telling you, in the future, some interesting things are going to happen here in the state of Arkansas. Until then, have a good night. Have a good day. I'll see you at 6 a.m. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.